Hey sluts, I'm Aubrey, an Aquarius sun, Scorpio moon, Taurus rising. I'm Danny, a Sag sun, Leo moon, Libra rising. Hi, I'm Atia. I'm a Cancer sun, Scorpio moon, and Leo rising. Yeah, I'm well. Amazing. Thank you so much for being here. Um, so I feel like it had to be two years ago now that I did a reading with you, right? Like a long time. Yeah, it, was, <laughs> yeah. it was a while back. I was yeah, trying to think years. of like when that would have been. Um, and it was just like literally the most like validating, amazing experience. Um, and I reference it like all the time. Like I've t- talked to Aubrey about it, like still, we, I talk about it all the time. I like think of things you said and I like carry it with me. Um, so I thought you would be in addition to an Astro Sluts episode. So thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, I love how human design, it's, it's got astrology mixed in it too, right. but they, they complement each other so well. Like there's so much overlap. So I'm really excited to introduce maybe this like new language to people that might be listening and don't know about it. Yeah, exactly. I feel like we reference it sometimes just from like the brief things we know, or we even tell people like, I feel like human design would be really helpful, but like, we don't know that much about it, but like, it might be helpful for you. Um, So we're excited to learn more from you. Let's do this. Awesome. Um, So we'll start off with just a little bit about you. I would love to know, like, are there anything, is there anything in your chart that you feel like is kind of like a standout in terms of like what you do today? Or I know you're into like locational astrology too. Um, Is there anything that's like currently like really resonating with you from your birth chart? From my birth chart, from my natal yeah. chart. Mm-hmm. Well, like I think my Scorpio too. moon is like the thing yeah. that I use the most in <laughs> sessions. And I know yeah. Aubrey, you can relate. And right now it's been like so <laughs> activated by this like damn lunar eclipse and Scorpio. I'm like, you know, we're kind of going through it, but that's another topic. But um, yeah, I would say my Scorpio moon is probably the thing that I use the most. Um, my Cancer Venus shows up in a way that, you know, I think my sessions are usually quite like nurturing or I try and give that energy of like, you know, making people feel seen and taken care of when I'm reading them. And yeah, I do location astrology as well, which is a whole other amazing like rabbit hole to go down. And the way that I love to travel is by, or, or even like the way that I love to like choose the place that I'm going to be living is by understanding which location astrology lines exist in the place that I'm either going to be or I am oh my god amazing where are you now I know you were just in Bali right yeah I was just in Bali which was my moon line so I went from a Saturn I I did basically I made a promise to myself I said I'm going to spend a year just kind of exploring places according to what's there for me astrologically and I started off last year my Saturn line which was um you know, as you would expect, it was kind of like you know, really intense um, and kind of hellish, but it like makes you an adult. Um, yeah. And I'd never spent time on a on a Saturn line before. And I always tell people, like, I always tell people about their Saturn lines, but like, I have to like walk the walk if I'm gonna tell people to 
either go there or not go there. Um, so I started off on my Saturn line and then I spent time in Bali, which is my moon line. And like, yeah, very like nurturing, warm, like felt like a lot of feminine energy there, which I needed after being on such a masculine focused line, which is Saturn is. And yeah, now I'm in Dubai, which is a place that I've lived for, I've lived there for here for two years and now I'm back and it's my Jupiter line so we always come back to that beautiful Jupiter energy I think so yeah do you guys know which line you're on not off the top of my head I know mine like was very like rogue lines when I looked at mine up so I'm like kind of in the middle of nowhere in Chicago according to my chart um, but I feel like you I had, had you did have something here. We'll I have like to get a look at yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, but yeah, I love using location astrology yeah. as a way to like explore my own chart because yeah. you'll notice when you go to these different places like different parts of you get activated and it's really cool to have a language as to like okay, what part of what part is that? You, know, you have to be a cancer on your moon line to feel like more yourself and right. like yeah it's 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 really fun to explore yeah, traveling that way awesome. that's amazing should we get into some human design i think so okay amazing <laughs> yeah we're excited um do you want to give us just a little overview of like for people who don't know anything about it yeah so we kind of call human design a hybrid system. So it's a combination of Western astrology, which we're all kind of familiar with, like the planetary energies. You have um, the Chinese I Ching, so the Chinese version of astrology. Um, you have elements of the chakra system. So we call them energy centers in human design, but they're either places where you're releasing energy or you're taking in energy. Um, you have the elements of Kabbalah, if you're familiar with the tree of life, you've got that in, in with it too. So it's all of these different things um, mixed into one system. It was channeled by a man called Ra Uruhu, who had a mystical experience in the 70s in Ibiza, of course, and <laughs> channeled all this in um, channeled all this information and um, spent a lot of time with his students kind of bringing it out into the world and so it's a fairly new system um, but the the components that make it up are very ancient and what we say about human design is that it's really there to give you an idea about your energetic signature right like we all we all try and act the same I think in the world and we move through the world as if there's like a one blueprint that we have to follow as if everyone is meant to follow like the nine to five way and everyone is meant to like push themselves into a certain mold and human design says no like everyone has their different like energetic signature and the more that we follow that the more magnetic we become and um yeah I think it gives a really like poetic way of describing the ways that we're meant to use our energy and um yeah that's kind of like a brief overview of the 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 things that make it up and a little mm -hmm. bit about the history um and yeah the basis of it are these different types but I'll let you yes. okay cool. 
Um, so I know that like most people know like the types you're talking about, like the manifester, the generator. Um, but obviously I feel like it's like similar to astrology and which like you, we know our sun sign, but there's of course like so many other things happening there. Um, so I know there's like strategy, which we'll talk about and authority and maybe some other things that I don't even know about, but can you get into like a little bit about what those are? And then we can start breaking down the types. Yeah, sure. So yeah, it's kind of like the the bread and butter is the type Mm -hmm. and split into five types. But then you have all these different layers. But we do say like the first thing that you should explore is your type and then your authority. Mm -hmm. So authority is kind of like how you make decisions, um, how your intuition comes to you. And yeah then on top of that you can build on it by exploring um your profile you can start exploring things like the like all the different numbers the energetics that are in your chart um but yeah we always say to to start by i mean and there's no end really like i'm still exploring my type right like you discover different layers of being a sag and aqua all the time but yeah that the that's like the meaty part is your your type and then your intuition style cool okay amazing should we get into our types then oh my god yeah should we talk about yours or should we talk about I mean, we love we talking about yeah. ourselves so yeah <laughs> yeah so I I have your charts up in front of me and it's so interesting to have this like combination with you both do you know anything about your type Aubrey I am a projector. Yeah. Have you had a session with any, like, have you ever gone deep into it? Just know, like, the- just like a brief few Googles here and there. I like definitely like okay. to like whatever, like first website comes up that has like the whole, whole profile, but. Okay, cool. Yeah. But I love this combination that you guys have, which the founder, the, or the, the channeler, Ra'u, he always said that that's the perfect combination, having a projector and, and either generator or manifesting generator, because it's like the projector sees where you guys are headed and has this like vision of what to do next. And you've got like super futuristic elements in your chart, Aubrey, because of course, like the Aquarius and then being a projector, it's like this like projectors literally are like aliens sent from like somewhere else to show up my like galactic beetle shirt that I wear (laughs) literally like it's always Aquarius season when you're a projector because you can just always see like what people are doing wrong and what people need to improve and like little tweaks that people need to do and you know you've got to be careful that you don't share it like you know without people asking you you might have had the the waiting for the invitation thing because people can sometimes perceive that as like a know-it-all energy like that's kind of how it feels just saying um so yeah but, but in any case that is an ability that you have to see into the other with this like laser-like focus and it's not mental like it comes through like a channel so really listen to i mean not you have no choice but to listen to it but um what I want to say is like really know how special that is because yeah you're here to show us this new way of doing things in some way and then double so because you have the the Aquarius as well and the reason that that pairs well really nicely with you Danny as the manifesting generator is because 
you know, the projector's energy can can sometimes be limited, right? Like you don't have the like sacral center is what we call it, but essentially like that consistent energy. And it's because you're not meant to like for you um, or for you, like your value add is in like the, the suggestions, it's in the consulting, it's in the ability to, to, to know what to do, but not necessarily in the actual doing. So it's like, that's where Danny comes in and is able to like use her like sacral energy um, to really like power the thing through and put the actual work in. So um, it's a really beautiful combo that you guys have. And hopefully you're taking lots of naps, Aubrey, because that's essential for <laughs> Not a enough. Not enough. I've, I'm oh, moving no. right now and doing full-time job and I'm at the end we are on 5% battery. <laughs> like I've been working. Oh my gosh. I've only been like working, moving, sleeping, working, moving for like a week. And I'm like, it just, exactly. I mean, <laughs> I'm not meant for this. <laughs> In a way that like Danny could probably be doing the same rotation and like she would be fine so, yeah, you know yeah. of course you, you'll get tired but it's like right. generally when you're a generator you don't really burn out you got to be careful Aubrey about that like burnout thing because it's not fun and Burn. yeah the things yeah oh girl yeah I mean be careful with that one um I don't know what to say I always have to be careful because like you've got to do the thing right you have to be in this world and be working and stuff but be really mindful about where your energy is 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 going um, because we need you to be able to like do that thing where you know maybe Danny's gonna ask you like what do I do like what do we have to do or what's our next thing right the key for you Danny is to like ask mm -hmm. questions and that feels mm -hmm. so good for Aubrey it's like when her wisdom like amazing wisdom is really recognized and then you know the less tired you are the more those suggestions can really really slap mm -hmm. yeah cool I love that yeah <laughs> good duo more naps is yeah I'm literally taking away from this <laughs> yeah definitely um but yeah I kind of like skipped a bit by by talking about your types but we can also go into the other types maybe. yeah cool. <laughs> yeah perfect should we do you want to start at a certain place yeah sure so the basis of the system is that there is five types in human design and they all use their energy in a different way. And then together we say that when everyone is in their type or using their um, energy correctly, like that's optimal for the way that society should function. And so I guess the first type that I'll mention are the generators. So the generators around like 35% of population so generators and manifesting generators are together well yeah 35 and 35 we'll mm -hmm. talk about generators first so they are like the life force energy type like they have the ability to get things moving to actually like create um they have so much energy when they're doing things that excite them that light them up because the more energy that they're giving themselves the more that they have to give to the world and power up the structures that we live in. Um, the world was like really built by, by generators in a lot of ways. And they just don't burn out, you know, they just have this ability to keep going and giving. And um, it's amazing to see, I'm not a generator, spoiler alert, but 
sometimes <laughs> I wish I was because they're just so like, you know, do you know generators? Do you know any generators in your life? Not like, I don't know my other people's. Yeah, like, I know. I don't know as much either. But for okay. sure, Maybe yes, I'm sure I see other level. people working all the time. And I'm like, aren't you tired? And they're not. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I always say about generators. They have, and this goes for you too, Danny, but you you have this ability too, right? Where it's like, you know, even at the end of the day, a busy day working, like you'll still have the energy to like go for a workout class or like do the things that get you. Excited. Like there's still this like battery pack that can keep going the more that you kind of charge it up internally. So yeah, generators need that because they are the builders. They are like the grower of things. So there you have the generators. And then we get into the manifesting generators um, who are kind of like a, in some ways a combination type of them in some ways. It depends on if you have a particular energy in your chart, but they do have this ability to both start things and to keep the motor going. Um, the difference between the manifesting generator and the generator is that usually manifesting generators will have their hands in like 10 different pies. Like they will be doing like 10 different things at once and just be able to juggle things in a way that's like, you know, I'll be doing one thing. And by the time I'm like halfway through that one thing, they're like through, they, they've finished the whole day's worth of work, you know? And I'm like, wow, how the hell do you have that much um, ability to just keep track of these different things? And it's a natural ability that manifesting generators have. And, you know, those different interests that you guys have are sometimes very unrelated, mm -hmm. you know? So it might be astrology that you have as an interest, but it also might be something else. And so what we see with the MG, I always abbreviate it as MG because it's like the longest name. Um, what we see with the MG is like every two years-ish, there's a pivot. Two yeah. years is you know, in inverted commas, but generally it's like that, um, that time frame where you might want to do something else. Like generally their, their interest is, is in many different things, either over time or in the same time. Um, and usually there's a bigger issue with procrastination with manifesting generators than with, with generators. It just mm -hmm. happens. And we call those, those two the energy types. I don't love that way of describing it because it's like we all have energy, but generally they have a sacral center that can keep it going and can keep um, yeah, the, the project that they're working on um, powered up. And then we have, so that's 70%. Now we kind of come into the, I guess, minority types, if you want to call it that. You've got 20% of the population who are projectors. And so projectors, if we consider like the, the, the olden days, right? Like projectors used to be the advisors to the kings and the queens. So they would sit between the people and the, the royal, whatever, and they would see the patterns in people and they would feed that information and what needed to be done or what needed to be implemented, what needed to be improved. They would feed that information to the kings and the queens and they would just know what to do. And so it's this like consultant energy, this ability to 
see into the, the other, or the collective or the situation and know what to do or improve. And, you know, you, you have this energy, Aubrey, where you might be at a dinner party and people are like chit-chatting about, you know, whatever it is that they are worried about in their life. And you just know exactly what it is that they need to do, <laughs> exactly what it is. Right? Do you yeah. see that a lot, Danny? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I also like what I feel like this is relevant. I went to acting school. So I like have such a like innate understanding of people's mm-hmm. like objectives and like what they're trying to do mm-hmm. and how they are trying to get there is just like how I think about people and how I watch. I love them. it. So I feel like it's very much. I love it. I need to talk to you. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's true. I really love the projectors in my life. They're so wise. And there is this like channel that opens up when I ask them things. And I'm like, how do you know that? Like if I'm, if I have a little cough or if I'm, you know, not feeling so great, I'll ask one of my projector friends who has no idea what I'm going through. I'll be like, okay, what is it that I need to do? And somehow through like, you know, some like, ah, like they will just be able to know like exactly what it is that I need to do. I'm like, okay, whatever. Thank you. Um. So yeah, you just know, and the, the issue, uh, you know, there's an issue with every type. Let's not call it an issue. That sounds not so great, but there is something to overcome for um, for every type and for projectors. It's worth mentioning that saving your energy, conserving your energy, and only giving it to people when they invite you in is so important. Um, you got to think of it like a little, like a when someone asks you, it like opens up that receptacle, and they're able to receive your wisdom so much better um so yeah projectors my alien friends that um came from another planet to tell me what to do and to tell us how to do things in a new way um so that's them so that's the 20 percent. so we have 10 percent left around these are approximate um figures by the way you have the manifestors who are nine percent of the population i'm a manifester and manifestors have an energy that is like bursts of energy but like we go through periods of time where we're so on and like doing all the things and then it just kind of dropped and I don't like that I said that said that I'm one because it's going to make what I say next um like sound a bit egoistical but manifestors used to be like the kings and the queens you know the the people that would like just like make the decision and then go and sleep for the rest of the like week the day you know the the value add for the project for the manifestor is like that like burst of energy that fire starting that initiating of the thing sometimes for ourselves sometimes for other people but it means that we have cycles so we have that initiation cycle then we rest and then it's time to initiate again sometimes very inconsistent um, but yeah, we have this like quite big aura that's here to like push things out of the way and get things started sometimes um, for the other type or for the collective. And then 1% of the population is the reflectors. Our beautiful reflector angels are here to show us how we're doing as society. So when we meet a reflector it's a really interesting experience and I'm so grateful now that I know about human design 
because when I meet a reflector now, I know it's kind of like initially you're meeting yourself because they're here to show us something about ourselves and then on top of that something about the collective mm-hmm. um so yeah they are very energetically sensitive um if you look at a reflector's chart it's completely open so all of their energy centers are open and they have this aura that's like sampling 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 to find the right environment for them so yeah beautiful experience to meet a reflector but it really takes them time to get to know people because or it should do Mm -hmm. um, because sometimes people are kind of seeing themselves and what's special about the reflector I mean one of the the special things is that they're really tied to the moon so Mm -hmm. it takes them a full lunar cycle to make decisions Um, and so yeah this is one of the examples where it's like we think that we're meant to like work according to this clock but actually when you look at the chart it's like some people need more time and and it's a it's a beautiful thing but it means that they need to work out a way to live their life so that they're they're doing that yeah that's so interesting now I like really need to look up everyone no I need I was about to say the same exact thing (laughs) that's what I'll be doing for the rest of me too yeah it's such a game changer as well when you start doing that because it like gives you know you can give people this permission slip to like not be like you yeah Mm -hmm. totally I think like too like knowing like I am like obviously a a manifesting generator and I do have to just like stop doing like I like have to stop and change what I'm doing often and I like once like Mm. I found out about that I was like oh my god it's fine to stop doing this job that I like did really like and now I'm like this is not what I want to be doing at all I want to like go do a craft you know so I feel like just those like little things it's like oh it's fine to just change your whole life every two years was like very validating for me yeah amazing Yeah. yeah and it's like it also probably for you will help to understand other types. I always say this to manifesting generators because usually the sentiment when you work with other people is like, why are they so slow? Yeah, you know, You're like, but understanding human design is like, okay, I'm, 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 I'm a fast one. Like, let's, yeah. let's see what they're meant to um, add. Yeah, no, totally. I feel like I listened to a podcast and I was like, oh my God, Aubrey's not supposed to work all the time like I am. <laughs> like, I was like, oh my God, like, that's not their vibe. Like, I, because I just am like, like, could just sit on my little computer and like, I'm like 12 hours a day. And I'm like, I have an idea. I have an idea. Yeah. I'm like, oh. yeah. For so many years, I was like trying to force myself and push it. And then I was like, oh, actually, like, I'm a manifester and my impact, my impact is the value add. Like, when you're a manifester, a lot of it is in, like, the energy that you bring. And sometimes I used to think, like, I was lazy for thinking that. Like, oh, like, my vibe is my value add. Like, it sounds so, like, oh, God. Um, But in in some ways, it's true. It's like we have this aura that changes the spaces that we're in. And when you start to value that, it makes you move in a different way I think so we just went through our um all of our types do we want to get into authority next or do you want to talk about the centers you just spoke of 
Yeah, that's an interesting one. I mean, there's so much in human yeah. design. And once I start talking about it, I can't stop. So I'm like, <laughs> I think we could talk about this for bloody hours. But yes, let's let me just touch on the, the energy centers thing for a second, because it's really worth talking about. Now we're talking about the types and it does matter which energy centers you have activated or open. And it has a really big impact on like, for example, the type of projector that you might be or the type of manifesto that you might be. So, you know, a manifesto, for example, who has a, an open um, identity center, we call it the G center in human design, which I find quite interesting. Um, but that is, person would be really different to someone that has, for example, um, a defined uh, identity center. And yeah, just kind of bringing it back for a second to your charts. Um, you, Aubrey, you have an open identity center. So if you're a projector with an open identity center, it's not how we define it, but it's just one of the ways that you're kind of open in human design. And that means that you really are taking on and reflecting rather the identities of the people around you. And it means that um, sometimes you don't have a super fixed way of relating to your identity or like, for example, where you're from, right? If someone asks you like, oh, where are you from? It's like the, the answer doesn't quite hit the nail on the head. And um, it's okay for it not to, you know, for you, you're meant to to go through these different um, identities, let's say like, you know, the, the, the role of like being a partner or like the role of being a podcast host or this job that you have, like you're meant to hold those really, really lightly um, just because your I am is not super, super fixed. Whereas it might be different for, for Danny, for example, for you, it's like you maybe feel comfortable saying like, I am from here or I am the girlfriend or I am the, like whatever mm -hmm. the I am is. So it's just something to note that, Yes, we have type. Yes, we have our authority, which we're going to speak about next. But it is really, really worth people exploring which centers they have either defined, is what we call them, or undefined, so open, because it makes such a big difference with how you interact with the, with the outside world. Um, and there's so much, yeah, there's so much to it. But that identity piece is just, just a brief one to illustrate. Oh, do you feel that? Do you feel that, Aubrey, when I say that? I'm like, yes, I and I didn't even know that that was like a part, like that is not something in human design that I even knew existed. And yes, I have like such a hard time. Like I, I like try to be in a relationship because that is what people do. And then I just like can do it for a little bit. And then I'm just like, I, I don't feel like I'm, I, I'm like too tied yeah. to one person in this or like, mm -hmm. especially like being like Aquarian and like, quirky and like I feel like I need to have this like figure out who I am and it's like it's nice to hear that I like am yeah. never have to land on one yeah, literally one definition yeah of, like, who I am yeah you're kind of meant to do this thing where you you move between identities throughout your life and at some point you're going to wear the hat of partner and then but don't put all of your eggs into that partner basket just using that as an example but it might be also like a job that you put your identity eggs into that into the into that basket so just watch out that you're not putting everything like finally like 
or there as if there will be like a finally when I'm in that relationship then I will feel more stable in my identity because that can happen a lot when you have an open G um, and it's not you're not meant to you know you're not meant to define yourself by your I am you're meant to zoom into the like the positives of it which I mean it's all positive but you love diversity like you love having friends from different places. You love that experience of like reflecting people's identities back to each other. And yeah, it's an interesting, um, it's an interesting one in your chart. And I think you, Aubrey, you might oftentimes reflect Danny's identity. It's like you guys like complement each other in, in these different ways. And Danny, you're very perceptive, like body wise, like your body is very sensitive and perceptive and you pick up, some of that that energy sometimes from Aubrey of like of it's a fears energy but generally I think if Aubrey you're working out a lot um your fears are going to be worked through in a way like hopefully like I, I want you to be moving more um and then yeah with Danny like it's really important that you um like the basic like self-care stuff I would say really really matters um, but yeah, I have so much to say on that. And yeah, it's nice to do a couple's reading for friends, <laughs> which I'm kind of doing now. Um, but yeah. It's awesome. No, that's like so aligned. Yeah. I feel like. Yes. Yeah, that's awesome. Shall we get into the authorities? Yeah, let's do it. Um, yeah, authority is an interesting one because it's it's so big right like how are we meant to make decisions and in the world or like in like personal development space there's this idea that like everyone needs to follow their gut like everyone needs to like you know make decisions in this amount of time and it's like it's not it's just not the case um so in human design there's seven different ways of using your uh, intuition of the way that things come to you of the way that you're meant to make correct decisions and the gut like that we all think that we need to follow and of course like there is for everyone I believe a gut instinct and the system will say the same but we all have different ways of coming to a decision and so those seven different types let's just touch on them so you're both emotional <laughs> oh <laughs> that's interesting I was about to say I have no idea what mine is yeah okay okay yeah good to know yeah you both have um emotion I mean yeah I also have emotional intuition and um it's an interesting one because it means that the way that messages come to you or the way that you're meant to make decisions is through your emotions and um it's that when you have an emotional wave that's what we call it. When you have emotional intuition, you have an emotional wave. And it means that, say, you know, you, you guys say that you want to do this thing next, or I say, I'm going to go here on a trip next. In the same day or over the course of however much time, I will go like this around that decision. Like I can change my mind a lot. Yeah. And when you have emotional intuition, I would say it's like the number one thing that like people beat themselves up about because it, it can be branded as like indecision a lot of times but it's not indecision it just means that the energy of that decision is moving its way through your body and it's feeling a different way 
um, day to day because you're 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 emotional. You've got to let it move through the wave. You've got to let it move through the water. Inevitably, there will be a point where you reach clarity. It's never certainty. When you have emotional intuition, you're never 100% sure about the decisions that you make. And you really have to give yourself permission to change your mind day to day sometimes uh, or moment to moment, right? Um, and yeah, that's uh, that's kind of emotional intuition in a nutshell. Um it's it's the trippiest part of my chart and it's been the wildest part of like discovering that for me because yeah sometimes I really believe that I want to do something or that I want to go to this place but then the day after yeah no <laughs> mm-hmm. I think like yeah that is like so relatable I wouldn't say I'm like indecisive but I would say like I do have a different opinion all the time throughout the day on like the same thing but I yeah I could just change my mind forever I don't ever think there's a right or a wrong you know <laughs> yeah just moment to yeah, moment yeah let's see your chart yeah it's so interesting you guys really do complement each other in a lot of ways <laughs> for you Danny I think there's like there's no changing your mind sometimes yeah once you have made the decisions like there's really really strong opinions and quite fixed yeah. And for you, Aubrey, you're kind of, you you like the, you're really open-minded. You're kind of on the other end of the spectrum, like super open-minded, can entertain like 10 different perspectives at the same time. Um, but yeah, when it comes to your, your um, decision-making, take your time. The mantra that we say is like, there's no truth in the now. Give yourself permission to change your mind and yeah you can start saying things like you know what I'm in my emotional wave right now and I don't want to pressure myself to make the decision right now I'm going to sleep on it and you sleep on it and you sleep on it again and you wait until like 80 percent and then 20 percent it's okay like you just have to take the jump I love that that's so helpful. and then say it again I said that's so helpful yeah isn't it I love it um it changed the game for me and now I just like take a lot of time making decisions and I'm like okay like it's fine it's all good and so next we have the sacral authority so sacral is the the gut it's the one that they're either meant to um, feel expanded towards an option or they're going to feel contracted it's it's really simple for them but again that's why I'm glad that I mentioned the open centers thing because um, it does how quickly they get to that expansion feeling depends sometimes on where they're, where they're taking on energy from the world or where they're conditioned. So yeah, it's either a hell yes or a hell no for these people. They have a lot of like body and body and gut feeling when it comes to this, but it's, it's, pretty straightforward and usually when I explain it to them they they can um, access that in their body next we have um ego authority actually no let me talk about splenic so splenic authority um these people are meant to make decisions in the moment like straight away we call it splenic intuition or splenic authority because it comes from the spleen. And the spleen is associated with the fight or flight response. 
So it's like, it's, it's so fast. It's that like impulsive or primal part of us that's still there from the ancestors. And yeah, these people that will get like an instant download and just know exactly what it is that they're meant to do. The longer they wait, the more painful it becomes. If you have splenic intuition, like your first answer was the right one and then it doesn't speak again. Um, for these people it's wild like they 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 can wait a long time trying to get that first voice back but it's not going to come back it's you got to start practicing listening to it in the moment and sometimes it doesn't make sense but sometimes intuition doesn't right mm-hmm. and then we have uh, ego authority so ego authority Um, It's so important for them to listen to their desires. Um, Ego authority, I mean, ego in human design, it it has a really good name. Like we do not shy away from like the word ego or for some types, they're really meant to pay to that, pay attention to that mechanism of like them wanting things. And yeah, for them, their intuition speaks to them literally through their desires and that mechanism of like okay I want this I want this and saying it like saying it when you don't have it it's like you you can think that everyone um, makes their decisions in this way but no for ego authorities it's really a specific um feeling of of uh moving towards the thing that they want and again that can be really conditioned. I think for a lot of types, it's their biggest work to notice where that mechanism of like either wanting or emotions or instinct has been muted. Um, So yeah, for ego intuition people, they are here to, um, yeah, basically pay attention to what what it is that their heart's desire is. There is a mental authority, which is, it's, it shouldn't really be called mental authority, although that's like the most common um, phrase for it. Usually it's called environmental, or I think it should be called environmental, because it's really important for people, by the way, only projectors will have this style of intuition. Mm-hmm. The first thing for these people to do is to make sure that they're in the right environment for them to make the the correct decision for them because for them too their g center is open and when you have an open g center it's so important to be in the right place like i always give these people the permission slip that if you're in a restaurant and it's not hitting change the restaurant like move you know just really get into the right environment and that goes um for uh for environmental or mental um intuition and the second part is to have people that they trust that they can kind of bounce ideas off of Mm-hmm. so that's essential for them so those two pieces work together and it makes a, a mental um mental intuition and the reason that it's called mental is because um those people will have the upper centers defined so the head centers defined so because of this like amazing wisdom that they have often they're the ones giving 
people insights on those people's intuitions. So they're actually meant to help people with their intuition, if that makes sense. So anyway, mental projectors are here to uh, really pay attention to their environment. There is another intuitive style called sounding board. Um, sounding board people are here to pay attention to whatever comes out of their mouth. So whatever they're saying, it's not really about who they're saying it to. It can be to a person or sometimes it can be to a voice note. Um, but it's so important for these people to like literally pay attention to the words that like flow out of their mouth and like let it, just let it, let it flow. Also, sorry, it became really dark suddenly. Um, so yeah, when you have a, a, a sounding board, voice notes, um, trusted friends, but make sure those people are not giving you advice because that's not the point of yeah. being a, a sounding board person. And the last intuitive style is lunar. So lunar authority is the, the one that projectors have and only projectors will have. And it's an intuitive style where you have to wait 30 days or 28 days, so a full lunar cycle to make your decision, which is not so practical in the world that we live in. But because reflectors are so tied to the moon, they are literally changing every 2.5 days, just as the moon is. And the nature of how they feel towards that decision is also changing. So, you know, and it also because they have open sense, well, they're, they're completely open. They, they're not completely open, like there's no boundaries. They do have a selective and sampling aura, but because of that, um, they can sometimes be influenced uh, to, to take on other people's projections. Okay, cool. Is there anything else you want to talk about? Or do we feel... We did a lot. We did we a lot. Um, anything else? I mean, yeah. I, I mean, one thing I will say is that human design is an experiment. So, like, we call it an experiment because there's so many, like, strategies and ways to decondition and things to look at. And so, yeah, I would just really encourage people to take it on as their own experiment. It's it so fun when you start doing it. And not in, like, a prescriptive way or, like, a limiting way, but try and, and experiment with the things that, that make you feel the most expansive and that lead to, like, the most magnetism because this is what the system is all about. It's about these little hacks that ultimately are make, meant to make you feel like more you, more magnetic and like allow more things to come to you. Like in astrology, like we're always talking about like manifestation, I mean, not, well, just generally, right? We're always talking about like manifestation and pulling things in. And I just think like the most magnetic things happen when you're being like the most you. Um, so yeah, I would really encourage people to explore it and like never, ever listen to like pieces of whatever content or readers or whatever it is that you read that like make you feel more limited mm -hmm. just like with astrology it's so important to feel like expanded and like you have more possibilities and that might be like the manifester in me talking because like we hate being told what to do um but yeah I, I like that way of looking at it that all of these things they're they're here to give you more options not less 
Yeah, that's so nice. We we fully support that belief. Yeah. Oh well God. put. Yes. Thank you really so much. This was amazing. Um, can we like tell people how to find you on the internet, how to book a reading with you? Yeah, so you can find me on Instagram. It's astrology. So that's A-T-T-S-T-R-O-L-O-G-Y. Like it's a micro retrograde thing that I don't know how to spell right now. I don't know how to spell my own handle. But yeah, astrology, you can find me there. Um, I do three types of sessions. So I will do the human design astrology sessions. I do uh, astrocartography, so helping people find like the best places or most activated places when it comes to like love, work, growth, Saturn, all that good stuff. And I do what I call like path to growth sessions, which really zoom in on North Node, Midheaven, that kind of thing. So, you know, really um, quite deep, deep parts of your chart. Um, but yeah, people can find me in book over Instagram. Amazing. Thank you so much. Yeah, thank you. This was so fun. Yeah, this was so fun. It was like a perfect start to the day. Yes. I'm very inspired. I'm gonna be talking about it to everyone. I'm gonna go around our office and say, What's your birthday? <laughs> Literally. I mean, aren't you guys doing that anyway? Yes. Yeah. yeah. We have a but in a different file. system. You no, know, I have a file of all of our coworkers, but I will do a round at <laughs> Yeah, add to that file. I love yeah. it. Yes, do it. Well, thank cool. you so much. Bye, Bye slut. Bye, slut. <laughs> <laughs>